Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The highlight plays in college stars are what fans clamor to see. But what we don't know is all the work behind the scenes that makes the engine go. So my next guest pulls back the curtain on life in the athletic department right here. It's time for the College Football Legends Podcast. The players. We're going to hit somebody and we're taking down the field for a touchdown. I guarantee you that. The coaches. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The plays. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. And so much more. College football legends. Heroes come and go, but legends live forever. Welcome to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. Send me a topic or question on Twitter at the Sports Jesus. That's at the Sports Jesus. We got a great show for you. And you know what else is great? Well, it's Bet Online. Bet Online AG is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get those latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's Pro Hoops playoffs. Look, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. Long days, sleepless nights, endless work, and always on the go. That may seem like the resume of a college student-athlete, but it is also the daily routine of the most underrated people not on the field or on the sidelines. The athletic department personnel. Well, we get a sneak peek at the hardest working people in the business with my special guest on the show, Michael Smoose, a college athletics veteran for over 20 years and currently the director of marketing and fan engagement at San Jose State University. Thanks for joining me, Michael. Thanks for having me. Well, I think most people have no idea how much work is involved in the athletics department. Let me tell you, I was guilty of that as well until I had the opportunity <laughs> to work with you and other universities and see it firsthand. Let's start first earlier in your career and you're getting your degree in sports industry from Ohio University. You land the assistant sports information director position at Northern Illinois University. Did you know you wanted to work in the athletic department or did it just happen? Um, it kind of just happened. I thought I was going to be a sports writer, to be honest. Oh, okay. I, I was a sports editor of my high school paper, wrote for the uh, newspaper at Ohio University. I thought that was going to be the route I was going to go. Um, but just um, sports writing wasn't for me. And I got lucky and I found sports industry in the uh, course catalog as I was changing majors and uh, happened upon you know the sports information office at Ohio University. So that was great. That's fantastic. Well, I'm sure that writing came in handy later on. You head back to school, get your master's in sports management at Florida State University and begin your stint there as a grad assistant and spent your time in the Seminoles Sports Information Office. Was it surreal to be working at such a powerhouse sports school? It was. Because, you know, when I was growing up, you know, Florida State had that run in the 90s where they were, you know, top five for like 10, 10 years in a row. So, to, you know, the first time you see Coach Bowden, it's a, it's a little intimidating, but, uh, he was a great man, very um, affable to talk to anybody. He, I always say Coach Bowden had five seconds for everybody. Oh, that's fantastic. Like you were saying, you're not only at a blue bulb Division One school, the legendary Bobby Bowden, head coach at the time. What was your other interactions with him? Um, he, he, like I said, he was great. Um, anytime he'd see you in the hall, hey, buddy, hey, gal. You know, so he always would, would talk to people. 
Um, I just remember his, how genuine he was. He always had, again, had time for people. He signed autographs relentlessly. You know, there's legendary times like, you know, uh, media day where he's signing autographs for hours. You know, he waits till the last person's got his signature. And then at Christmas time, the memorabilia office would just have stacks and stacks of hats and balls and photographs. And he would sign them all in the, you know, in time for someone to have a nice Christmas present. I remember, uh, we were, um, I think this was. 2007, I want to say it was Nick Saban's first year to Alabama. Okay. We're, playing Al- we're, playing, we're playing Alabama in Jacksonville. And uh, we beat them because obviously he took over a program that wasn't very good at, at Alabama. And uh, at the press conference, they had the little placard on, on a stand that had each coach's name. And the woman that was the moderator tried to get Coach Saban to sign the placard, and he just walked, kind of walked away. <laughs> Didn't want any of that. Didn't want any of it. But Coach Bowden, Drew Darwin, let me see. He signed it, you know, talked to her, walked with her for a few minutes. Like I said, that was, I was always him. Um, but I do remember um, ESPNU was in its infancy. And unfortunately, we were having some bad years back then. And we weren't always on like ESPN or ABC, but we were on ESPNU. And I'm taking coach on Friday to meet the the talented, to kind of talk through things. And uh, he's like, he's like, what channel are we on? Uh, and I said, ESPNU goes, I may have heard of that, and I just, <laughs> but, but like I said, he was great. He always had time. And that's why I think, you know, people loved him so much is because he had that time. I mean, I've been around other high profile coaches where they don't have two seconds for you. And again, like coach, Ben, you know, I worked there for five years and probably didn't know my name at all, but would at least recognize me and acknowledge me in a hallway and say hello or anything like that. Yeah. That's great to hear. You always hear about some of the, the bad news about coaches, so it's really good to hear the good news, especially about Coach Bowden. And we have on the show Michael Smoose, a college athletics veteran for over 20 years and currently the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement at San Jose State University. Uh, you also worked with another legendary coach, Jerry Tarkanian, Tark the Shark, who was at Fresno State as their basketball coach. Any insight on his off-the-court or on-the-court personality? Uh, yeah, that was interesting. So that was right out of college. Um, I had no real opportunities when I first graduated. So I moved back home. This is this is this is undergrad. So I, I get my undergrad at Ohio U, um, and I thought, you know, certainly I would, you know, because I was the I was a full time intern. So I was the women's basketball and baseball contact my senior year while taking twenty credits wow. to graduate on time. A lot of responsibility. Yeah, um, and so I, you know, I sent out resumes all over the place. My favorite was the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins rejected me uh, on consecutive days. I got two rejection letters back to back days. I'm like, man, they do not want to do that. <laughs> Just to I'm make guessing. sure if you didn't get it the first time. Yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm back home and I get a call from Fresno State. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I applied at Fresno State. Hmm. And uh, I, and and so so I go through the interview process and they said. Well, why'd you apply for our internship? I said, I didn't. You called me. <laughs> and my soon-to-be boss said, that's when we knew you were the one because you were honest. You didn't try to BS us. You didn't try to say, oh, you know, uh, such a great reputation for the school, blah, blah, blah. They're like, you were up front and didn't, you know, try to lie about it. So I flew out. I've never been west of Chicago. Fly out to Fresno. thinking I'm going to be, in, you know, California. More, more of the California where I live now versus uh, Fresno, which is just hot, dry Nebraska, I call it, <laughs> because it, it's farming country down there. And, um, you know, so I've been on my internship a couple of days and I walk in the bathroom. And I see you know, Coach Turkey, and he just kind of says hello and walk back in the office. And I said, oh, I met Coach for the first time. And someone says, was it in the bathroom? I said, yeah. 
And how do you know this is, well, he's in the seventies. He pees a lot. <laughs> but, but he was, again, he was Good kind of, you know, yes, he was great. I mean, sometimes he had a little temper to him. Sometimes he was great. It's kind of dependent on how things were going. But that team back then, that was Chris Heron's senior year. You know, we've all seen the trial and tribulations Chris went through with his life. And, you know, thankfully he's, he's got it back on track, but you know, Courtney Alexander, Melvin Eli, who transferred to San Diego State and played for the Clippers. Uh, you had Terrence Roberson. So it was quite the team. Um, but I remember we, uh, the team was going to the Great Alaska Shootout back when they had that. And I had to drive Coach to the airport. And we're talking. And I said, you know, Coach, you know, why, you know, why do you go to this tournament? I mean, there's like five out of the daily. I said, what do you mean? I said, my like, Coach, it gets dark early. I just hope he had no idea it got dark that early in Alaska. I'm like, yeah, there is not <laughs> yeah. much daylight. Yeah, you got about a two-hour yeah, window of daylight. Yes, and so um, and the legend is, you know, he chewed on that towel, but there was always there's always two towels. So there's the towel he chewed on, and then the one where he would he had another one on the ground. They put the towel he chewed on, so he didn't like it wasn't like picking up like dust from the the uh, court and everything like that. But there's always two towels that were there: the one he chewed on and the one on the floor. Who's responsible for the chewed towel? <laughs> <laughs> And we're speaking with Michael Smoose, a college athletics veteran for over 20 years and currently the director of marketing and fan engagement at San Jose State University. In all your travels, any other coaches or personalities that you've come across that you'll never forget? Um, whew. There's been a lot. Of, I, I've been a lot of places. You know, we had some some uh, some characters at, at Sacred Heart. It was a, a good stop for us. Um, a lot of good people there in the athletic department. I, I always harken back to um, one of the first coaches I ever worked with, Tracy Bungie. She was the softball coach at Ohio University. And she pulled me aside one day with the, with the Mac Championship. She goes, Michael, if there's free food, eat up. <laughs> so I, I always, They are still um, words to live by. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Uh, Bob Brayman, he, was, he still is the uh, track and field head coach at Florida State. Um, he was quite the character. He had, he had a ton of energy back then. And he building they won uh three straight national championships when i was there so it was always great to work with him yeah well a lot of people think you just sit at sporting events and it's all fun what does the general public not know how working in an athletic department or what the day-to-day life is like yeah there's a lot behind the scenes you know if, if everything goes well you know we've done our job it's only when something goes haywire that people kind of know what's going on but yeah that, it is a lot um you know regardless of what area you've been in and i've been in virtually all of them you know, the time it takes to set up, um, you know, one of that, I worked in facilities at Armstrong State University and like all the things that need to go on days and weeks and months, you know, making sure that the grass gets cut, you know, things are trimmed, trash is picked up, you know, you've got parking, all the things that you have to take care of. You know, you know we all go to games, we, you know, we park, we, we walk in and, you know, we think it just happens. But um, just again, the, all the logistics, you know, you know, the amount of ticket holders that you need. Um, you know, your press box people, you know, making sure your game program's ready to go. And, if, you know, back, back when I first started, football game program had to be done two, to, two weeks in advance because we had to send it out to the printers and had to come back oh, and had to get wow. proofed. And, you know, all those things that just, you know, again, you see, you walk in, you, you buy your, your, your game program, your scorecard, and, you know, all the things that have to lead up until that time. Or if you've got a halftime show, halftime performance, all the things that have to happen in advance. You know, all the little things that go on uh, before the, you know, we, we tip it off or we kick it off. And we'll have more Believe in College Football Legends right after this. Welcome back to Believe in College Football Legends. I'm Chris Smith. 
And our guest on the show, a 20-year college athletics veteran, Michael Smoose, the Director of Marketing and Fan Engagement at San Jose State University. And I actually had no idea how much work was involved until I had the opportunity to work for you at Sacred Heart and see how you ran from sport to sport. You're leading young men and women, writing game recaps. And I know we did a lacrosse game the one time. You're even calling out the play-by-play that we see on the apps, which I was <laughs> impressed with. Well, what else is the toughest part of the job? Um, yeah, there is a lot, you know, depending on the level that you're at, you know, the level of coverage that you can give. That's always one of the things that people say, what's well, the hardest part of the job? Like, you know, not being able to give every team the coverage it deserves because, you know, every student athlete has a story. And, you know, how can you best tell that story? Is it, you know, um, you know, if you're fully staffed, like a power five, you can tell a lot of stories because you've got one or two sports where, you know, sick or heart, I had 11 sports. So it's tough to tell the great stories of, you know, let alone the, the football players. Cause you're running from, you know, practice to games and getting ready for volleyball and all those things. But like we, we had great wrestling student athletes had great stories. You know, we had a, you know, we started a, a women's wrestling program there from scratch. And so, you know, we couldn't do as great of a job of telling stories as we wanted to, because it, it, you know, it's just so much time. And, you know, the hardest part I always is that, especially at that level, you know, your mo- mid to low majors where, you know, that senior day, that's probably the last time they're going to put on a new form of anything that matters. Yeah, they might play in some church leagues or some, you know, rec leagues, but that's really the last time they might uh, strap on the helmet. So it's it's tough to see the senior on their, on their last day when they know this is it. Again, is it. You're, when you're at Florida State and you've got four first-round draft picks on the team, you know they're going to play, you know, at another level or, you know, San Jose State, we have a young man in, in the NBA draft. That, you know, he's going to play somewhere. If he doesn't get drafted, he's going to get picked up by a, a G League team to play overseas, but it's those, you know, it's those softball players that just had their season end that they know, you know, this is probably the last time they're going to play. Yeah, senior days are so special and important. And prior to your current position at San Jose State, you worked in athletics for over 20 years at various universities. We were talking about Ohio, uh, Fresno State, Northern Illinois, Florida State, Armstrong State, Johnson and Wales, Sacred Heart. You got promoted, also moved to different states for the opportunities. How hard is it to be uprooted so often? Um, we've kind of gotten used to it, unfortunately. Um, um, you're a you professional know, at this point. Yeah. My wife and I are getting very good at that. Um, you know, it's part of the territory. I mean, you know, there's two ways, I guess, to be promoted and move up and that's to move from place to place or, um, you know, to stay at one place and hope that you can get that promotion. Um, you know, it kind of depends on, you know, how the moves are going and the cross country move was tough. Um, going from Connecticut to California was, was quite the stretch. A little easier going from Rhode Island to Connecticut because you're only moving you sure. know, a Just couple a, a couple hours, right down a couple turnpike. time zones. Yeah. Um, you know, I was very fortunate with this job. So my wife is also in Cleveland Athletics. She's a coach. And so uh, position opened up here at San Jose State, and I was very fortunate that um, the marketing position was open as well. Uh, we've had it where um, she was at uh, Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia, and I was at Armstrong State, and SCAD decided to get rid of women's volleyball. They just wiped. The, they just shut down the program. Wow! And you know, fortunately, she got a job up at Cornell, um, but it took me almost a year and a half to get a, get a job up there. So we were doing long distance for eighteen months. And that was a that was a long time to go um, without. So again, I'm very fortunate for this position to be open here. Absolutely. And our special guest on the show was a 20 year college athletics veteran, Michael Smoose, the director of marketing and fan engagement at San Jose State University. You've lived and traveled all over the states. What was one place that surprised you and that you fell in love with? 
Savannah's a nice, nice area to be in. Savannah, Savannah was great. Savannah was a great town. We were just trying to kind of get in their footing. And I, ironically, uh, about two years after I left Armstrong, they merged Armstrong's campus with Georgia Southern's campus. Oh, so okay. they got rid of that. They got rid of athletics at the Armstrong campus because you can't be, you know, Georgia Southern's D1 and Armstrong was D2. And you can't have, you know, two different levels of athletics at the same campus. So I guess we weren't destined to be in, be in Savannah very long. Uh, you know, <laughs> You know, we really enjoyed Connecticut. We really enjoyed um, Sacred Heart. I mean, she was across town at Fairfield. So I know, we're, I know. We're, rivals. That must have been tough if she came home in her. her I, the, I, the two I biggest lucky. schools in Fairfield uh, in one household. Yeah, I was lucky. The one time that we actually played them in the regular season, I had to go with football up to Bryant. So I didn't ah, actually see sure it. Did. And, and <laughs> Sacred, Heart lost, uh, Sacred Heart won that game. So I'm probably she, she, I'm probably glad I wasn't there when she got home anyways. But um, we we really liked Connecticut. Um, you know, we live in a great neighborhood, uh, you know, just off the of sound and enjoyed that. Enjoyed going into the city when we could. I'm originally from Western Pennsylvania, so it wasn't too far from my parents. So we really enjoyed Connecticut. Well, in your over 20 years, you've had some major accomplishments. Not only did you exceed at your position at uh, JWU, you had a finals for the 2018 Best of Award for Fan Engagement category at Florida State. You also worked as a press aide at the USTA Tallahassee Challenger Professional Men's Tennis Tournament. The summer prior to your senior year at Ohio, you worked a media relations intern, Williamsport Cubs, the short season minor league team of the Chicago Clubs. What are you most proud of? I'm honestly most proud of like all the students that I've had come through that have gone on uh, in in the industry, you know, GAs and uh, people that have worked under me. Um, hopefully that's rubbing off a little bit. I mean, the, you know, the, the awards are great. Uh, we, and we've had fun with them. You know, the wrestling program at Johnson World was very successful. And, you know, I had a, had a coach that was fun and he was willing to, if I had a crazy promotional idea, he was up for it. And that was great. But I, I love to see, you know, on Instagram or Facebook, you know, uh, student athletes that I've worked with, how they've moved on, or you know, different students that I've worked with that have gone on to their careers. Um, Angel Gray was a women's basketball player. Tried to help get her in broadcasting at Florida State, and now she does um, NBA like sideline reporting. Wow, so it's great that's to fantastic. see. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it's you great get to, to turn see. on the tube and actually see someone you mentored. Yes, and you know, and you know, other student athletes you've worked. Uh, Carrie Blankenship, she was a volleyball player at Northern Illinois, and I was there. She's like senior associate AD or something at Maryland now for marketing. So it's great to see you know, the student athletes you work with su- succeed beyond what they're doing. And then also too, again, your students, you know, they, so it's always nice when you go back to um, the coast side or NACMA conventions in the summer, or the big AD conferences and catch up with people and see how their careers have progressed. And then that you had a little part in that. Yeah. It's funny. Sometimes I get a call out of the blue from a university or a team and it was a referral by you. So I thank you. But is it <laughs> that close knit of a group among fellow athletic personnel? It is. I always tell students, you know, GAs or workstations, they said, I may not know somebody at a school you're applying at, but I know somebody that knows somebody. So, yeah. you know, always let me know ahead of time. Say, hey, do you mind putting in a call? Or again, I've been in this business for over 20 years. So there aren't too many areas of the country where I don't know somebody you know, or, or I can't, I, again, like six degrees of separation. It's like I can reach out to a friend that's been someplace else. Because, I mean, like you, you see my career, you kind of bounce all around. So you kind of get to meet people and see people if it's, you know, if it's in coaching, if it's in um, marketing or whatever the area. But yeah, it's, it is a very small world. It is a very small world. You accumulate a lot of friendships along the way. And I'm sure also a lot of logoed shirts and hats and apparel. <laughs> yours, yours must be loaded. Or do you, do you 86 everything when you go to the next school? You still 
still bouncing around in some Sacred Heart gear. I, I do have a, some Sacred Heart gear still in my closet. I have one Florida State shirt still left, uh, maybe two. And then I have a few Armstrong uh, stuff as well from back then. Couple of Johnson away. I'll see. Hang on to a couple, you know, the more comfortable things. But you know, you're not going to see me in the office uh, wearing uh, sweatshirts. Uh, absolutely. And we have on the show Michael Smoose, a college athletics veteran for over 20 years, and currently the director of marketing and fan engagement at San Jose State University. All right, it's time to go. Y'all ready for this? Three and out. It's time to go three and out with Michael Smoose. Three lighter questions to close out the interview. Okay, first off, by your social media, it looks like your dog is loving California (laughs) and its beaches. Have you missed the cold weather in the Northeast? Well, I tell you what, when I first got here, it rained for like a month. (laughs) You brought it. They all blamed you, I'm sure. They do. They're like, oh, it never happens. This is never like this. But it snowed up in the mountains. We live um, on the other side of the hill towards the beach about couple miles so i have to go up over the santa cruz mountains every day to go to work and one day i was driving up and people were stopping like what's going on they were making snowmen because they had never seen snow so uh i do not miss the snow luckily i haven't had to shovel yet but uh, uh it's been nice living near the beach yes the, do- the dogs are loving the weather i would imagine so and when the sports seasons are all over for you and that should be coming up pretty soon do you just sleep for like a week you must because it's such a grind and then it comes almost to a little bit of a halt for what do you get off for like maybe a month? June is June the uh, open season for you? Uh, June is a little bit, you know, um, July to some extent, but then, um, you know, student athletes start coming back for summer classes. Uh, a little different with, you know, May is a little slower. We don't have as many sports here at San Jose State as we did at Sacred Heart. Oh, okay. Um, not, not many people do. Yeah, we don't, you know, we don't have, lac- <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have lacrosse so that kind of eats up a lot of time. Uh, we do have track that's been doing very well. Uh, baseball has been doing very well this year, too. So we've had a lot of good successes. But, yeah, uh, June and a little bit into July, you kind of catch your breath a little bit. And then you start to, as you you know, start getting ready for the fall. But, yeah, yeah with also, too, with my wife, she'll go back on the road recruiting here in a little bit. So that kind of juggles our summer a bit. Oh, wow. You go on any of the recruiting visits? I do not. Someone's got to stay home with the dogs. <laughs> Someone's got to be on the beach with the dogs. That's I'm right. loving it. <laughs> All right, and finally, I'm a foodie. You've lived and traveled all over the States. What legendary meal do you miss from your times at other universities? And do you have a go-to spot now at San Jose State yet? <sighs> Food that I miss. You know, kind of, it's very regional. Like, we miss, uh, the seafood was great in Rhode Island. That was, oh, and uh, also, to, uh, Fed Hill up in Providence was, you know, legendary. Italian's always great. Um you're joking. We missed the, there's such good hot dogs in new England too. You know, um, yeah, super duper weenie in, uh, Fairfield. Oh yeah. We, we do. We do miss good new Haven pizza. That is tough to replicate. Have you yeah, found the South has, yet there? Uh, we're getting there. We're kind of exploring a couple of different places. We had some good Italian, had some good seafood as well. We've been cooking at home a lot lately to ourselves. Um, one good thing, uh, a lot of good, uh, Mexican items. We've been definitely indulging in tacos a lot and some good burrito spots as well. There you go. And I, I didn't realize we had another connection. We're both originally from Pennsylvania, 
I'm right outside of Philadelphia. Well, any cheesesteaks in your future? I, I'm more of a uh, Permanis guy from being from from uh, near Pittsburgh. So oh, like French, okay. French fries and the coleslaw. Gotcha, gotcha. No, nothing wrong with that little Pittsburgh style. And we've been speaking with Michael Smoose, a college athletics veteran for over 20 years and currently the director of marketing and fan engagement at San Jose State University. Thanks for joining me, Michael. Chris, thanks for having me. As always, Believe in College Football Legends is presented by Bet Online. Thanks for listening to the Believe in College Football Legends podcast. Make sure to check out all the prior episodes with Heisman winners, legendary coaches, and sports personalities reliving the greatest plays. You can tweet your questions at the Sports Jesus and join us next week because it will be legendary. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.